Misadventures is a podcast series where I examine all the misadventures I've had in my life. I am your host, Mara Lopez, and I hope you guys are able to join me as I look back on all my successes, on my failures, and everything in between, and discover how they've made me who I am today. And maybe in the end, you guys will be able to redefine your own misadventure. Hey guys, it's your host of Misadventures, Myra, and fun fact, I didn't know that Africa wasn't a country until junior year of high school. Yep, that's what you get with a public education in Texas, but I think I turned out all right if I do say so myself. I'm currently a communication major student at UNC Dallas with a concentration on sports and entertainment, but often I think back on my long journey to get a college education and what it took for me to get here, and that's something I'm going to explore today with my very special guest, Madeline Block. Hi, my name's Madeline. I'm a senior social work student at Texas Women's University, and I'm walking in May. I'm so excited. Fun fact about myself, all of my history teachers I had in high school were coaches. Public education in Texas. It's only Texas. <laughs> so, Maddie, where did you go to high school? I went to Naaman Forest High School in Garland, Texas. I went to Rowlett High School in Garland. So we were in the same kind of school district. So what was your academic high school like? That was a mess. So I never took AP, dual credit, none of that. I was your straight, regular B student. Never went above and beyond, never tried. If there was homework, I was not going to do it. So luckily they didn't assign a lot. So if I had homework, I would find somebody and just copy theirs because I was not about to spend time at home doing homework. Yeah, I was kind of the, my mom always taught me to like give me a hundred or give me nothing kind of thing. So I was very academically motivated to get good grades, but I was never in any AP classes or dual credit because I've never heard of that. Like I've heard of... Because they were stupid. (laughs) I can agree with that. Uh, they, I, I felt that they were very rigorous and a lot of extra work because AP classes called advanced placement were really like you would do all this work and then you would take a test and you may or may not get credit, college credit on that test because of that test, you know? Yeah. So it's like... You do all this work and you're not guaranteed anything. Yeah, exactly. Kind of how like adulting works, but... It's high school, so it's like... So it's not that serious yet. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Um, you're going to be okay if you mess up. (laughs) Yeah, we should be able to mess up. Um, Do you regret not taking any AP or dual credit classes? AP, no, because like I said, it was stupid, and I would not have been able to handle those kids because there was a sense of elitism with all of them. And so... And they were, like, so mean for no reason. They were so mean to regulars kids when, like, I don't think they understood what a lot of kids and regulars were dealing with. Like, a lot of them had kids. A lot of them had to work the midnight shift to keep their family off the streets. And just stuff like that. And I'm not saying AP kids didn't do that, but what I'm saying is you saw it more in regulars' classes. Yeah, I definitely saw the kind of competition it was in AP classes. They definitely did not like each other. They were very mean to each other. They were so mean to each other. And it was like, this is high school. We are all receiving the same diploma at the end. Like, it's going to say 
graduated from Rowlett High School and it maybe had like a National Honor Society sticker I on mean, it. I mean, mine didn't, but I'm sure some other people's <laughs> Like it might have that or it might have some special stickers on there. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're all going to graduate from that same high school. Like you don't ask your doctor what place they were in college graduation. Literally. And but I dual credit, I do think is worth it because you are getting free college credit. And it's like from through your local community college. So it's like accredited. And it's like, you don't have to take English 1301 as a freshman or, like, History 1301. Like, you're getting those basics out of the way for free. So dual credit, I don't, like, regret not doing it, but if I could go back, I would do it. Oh, yeah, I'm so cheap. I, like, really regret not taking dual credit because it's, like, I could have saved my coins a little bit and I could have, you know, saved that money. And financial aid does help. Like, there is financial aid, but, like... That's free college credit, if you think about it. And it's not... And you're going to do the work anyway. So it's like, do it sooner, you know? Yeah, and like, I don't even think you have to buy the textbook. The textbook. Oh my god, I did not realize the financial burden that was college. Like, I didn't realize how expensive everything was. Oh my was. god, everything's so expensive. For no reason. For no reason. You never find... Like, you know how you would walk in high school and some people would leave their, like, pencils or pens on the desk and be like, ah, I can't always get another one. You don't find that in college. Because everything no. costs. And you pay probably, like, a lot of money for those pins and pencils. Yeah. Of your own coin. Yeah. It's your own money this time. So do you feel like high school prepared you for college at all? <laughs> no. College was not talked about in regulars classes. I didn't even know what FAFSA was. Like, no one told me anything. Like, I feel like in regulars, they set you up, like, to not go, almost. Like, it's yeah. not talked about... Maybe it was just where I went, but, like... It wasn't brought up. It was never like, y'all going to go to college? It was like, all right, let's get y'all out of here. Like, let's just get you a high school diploma. And so I don't, I did not feel prepared because I didn't know anything. Yeah, like, I remember sitting at college graduation and being like, oh, shit. Like, this is it. Like, I have no kind of... <laughs> I have no plan. I have no plan. And I didn't realize that. I had kind of, like, been taught verbatim, like, oh, just to say two years community, two years university, and I never really put any action towards that. Like, I never researched any college, like, community college schools. I never researched any universities. I never really planned ahead. And it's, like, because I was so used to the schedule of going school, summer, school, summer, and then it's, like, yeah. high school. And then you're up to high school, and you're just, like, okay, this is it. Like, get, this is the goal. Like, this is what I've dreamed of since, like, kindergarten, or they made you dream of since like kindergarten like you're gonna walk that stage one day and that's the big moment and it leads to your four steps across the stage your four steps <laughs> across the stage and then you getting off that ramp and like being like what am I gonna do with the rest of my life kind of thing you're left with the questioning of because regulars like they didn't they do not care about you yeah they just like really kind of give you the college like the the work and that's it and it's like you teach you may learn something you may not um, you may choose to do the work, you may not. And there's not really any kind of standard in regulars. And like even in regulars, if you don't do the work, chances are they're not going to put in a zero in the grade book. Yeah, they'll work with you or they'll baby you in Literally. a sense. They'll be like, oh, just turn it in for like a 70. Just do half of it. Just do half of it. Like give me something to work with kind of thing. And it's like, I feel like regulars should be stricter in a sense because yeah, it's regulars and everyone learns at a different level. And if you feel more advanced, you can take AP classes. But at the same time, it's like, don't baby us to where you can still pass with, like, 
doing nothing, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I would have much rather been the smartest person in regulars than the dumbest person in AP. Honestly, like, <laughs> big fish in a small pond kind of thing. Like, people wanted to see my homework, but I didn't do it, so. <laughs> you were the kid that they're like, did you do the homework? And you're like, no, did you? Yeah, literally. Sometimes we would just have to do it together to figure it out, or we would, like, ask around. I'd be like, yo, like, I have a sucker in my backpack. I'll trade you. <laughs> No, I was the kid that actually did the homework and everyone kind of copied off of. And so I was like, here's the homework. <laughs> like, that's where I was academically. So what do you think high school could have done to prepare you better for college? Tell me what FAFSA was, because I did not know. Tell me to save money, because I was not aware of how much things cost. Um, like, my dad is so out of touch with reality, he tried to tell me... At Texas State, it would be about $59 a credit hour. (laughs) It was $59 a credit hour at Dallas County Community College District. Like, my parents weren't, like, up to date on what college costs now. Like, no one told me how much money all this really cost. So I think going over financially, telling you what FAFSA is, giving you options. Like, to me, trade school and the military are options. Again, things I wasn't talked to about. Yeah, for sure. Definitely for regular classes, not just AP, because AP is more college motivated, I believe, because... From, like, your first day of freshman English, they're like, where are you going to college? Honestly, and it's, like, regular kids are taught, oh, just say two years community, two years university. Like, that's basically what everyone's answer was. What are you doing after high school? And that's what everyone's answer was, but there was never really any kind of, okay... Let's research schools. Let's see what you actually want to do. Let's actually mm-hmm. help you find a school. My counselor never really liked me. <laughs> Same. I felt like she didn't like me. And they really never had any kind of like, even the teachers had like a, not, like they never explained college. No. Like what is college? Like. It's, you go. You go and you get a degree, <laughs> honestly. you hope you get a good job. Yeah, you hope you get like. What is college? Like, stop going until we find out because we don't know what it is. So I feel like explore the idea of college more to everyone, not just one specific group, because we're all kind of going to struggle after college no matter where we go. And then financially, mention FAFSA. Like, (laughs) I have no idea that was a thing. (laughs) Financial aid is so important to... People of all kinds of, no matter if you're middle class, lower class, upper class, like FAFSA is so important because there's, it helps so much. And even scholarships, like tell your They student, tell you to get a scholarship, but they don't tell you how. Yeah. Like this is what counselors are for. Like counselors They're are useless. supposed to like. They're there you. for a paycheck. <laughs> like counselors need to step up and like make talk about college and scholarships and teachers even being like hey I saw this scholarship you know you should apply or this is how you apply for a scholarship this is a website you can go this is I'm pretty sure I don't do this but like I'm pretty sure you can submit the same scholarship essay oh you can do it oh yeah you only need one good one yeah you only need one good one and same with a college essay (laughs) and powerpoints keep your powerpoints to like six slides minimum actually Actually, just keep all your PowerPoints because I reused mine a lot. (laughs) Bonus tip. But, like, if you work, like, scholarship essays are very easy if you come up with one good one and you can submit it multiple times. 
Like, they're not scholarships that are checking in with each other and saying, no. like, hey, did this kid submit scholarship for you? What did I say? It was like, no. Like, talk about these things to your students. Because I guarantee you, if you don't, they're going to be sitting at graduation and they'll be like, what do I do now? I have $40 in my bank account. <laughs> because we do have, I had no idea what to do. And I didn't realize that it was just me. Like, I met Maddie in college, and we had, like, the same kind of thoughts of our school. Like, we went to completely different schools in the same school district, but we still felt unprepared for college. And that's just how the cookie crumbled. So when we come back, we're going to talk about our college experience and what it was like for us and how the transition ultimately happened. So stay tuned. This episode of Misadventures is brought to you by the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, hitting theaters December 14th. What happens when Brooklyn high schooler Miles Morales is introduced to the Spider-Verse, where he discovers he is not the one and only Spider-Man? I think a misadventure is sure to ensue. Not only am I a big fan of shamelessly promoting my show through commercials, but I am a big fan of superhero movies and animation, so I'm really excited for this movie. It has a great voice cast that includes Jake Johnson as Peter Parker, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy, John Mulaney as Peter Porker, and Shamika Moore as Miles Morales. This movie hits theaters December 14th, and I hope you guys are able to check it out. So, welcome back. Like I said, me and Maddie actually met at Richland Community College. Go Thunder Ducks. Remember we had ducks on campus? Okay, first of all, I, one time I tried to take a picture of one of the geese on campus, and that thing hissed at me. Like, I didn't know they were mean. Like, I thought it would just, like, let me take, like, had my phone in its face to take a picture of it. Which, looking back, that was probably my fault. I shouldn't have just, like, shut my phone in its face. But I didn't, like, I thought they were, like, ducks. I thought they were, like, friendly. I mean, we're thunder ducks, not thunder geese. So you would think that they were, like... Well, they are ducks, right? Cause then they come. I, I mean, they look like it. First of all, it's not my fault you came on a duck's territory. <laughs> I actually liked my Richland experience. Uh, not at the beginning. It was very rough for me at the beginning. I feel that. <laughs> How was it for you, like, mentally, emotionally, and even financially at Richland? Like, your first semester? That first, sem okay, so I started classes like the summer after we graduated. I was like, I have to leave Richland. I can't be here. I'm above this. I'm better than this. Like, I wanted to go to Arizona State. So like senior year, I applied. I got in. <laughs> but I didn't realize how expensive it was to go out of state. No one told me. So all of a sudden, I was like, Forkham Devils. Like, I'm moving to Tempe. I'm never going to see y'all again. Peace out. Don't call me because I'm not going to answer. I'm going to get an Arizona number. Bye. So that didn't happen, obviously. My parents were like, we don't have $30,000 for you to go to school. And I was like, why? Because um, that's not realistic. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Texas State, like in-state, like eat them up cats or whatever. Uh, no, my parents would not pay for that either. They did not have money for that either. <laughs> so I was like, damn. Double whammy. <laughs> they were just like, no. I was like, damn, I'm going to Richland. And so my parents tried to get me to go to Collin County. And I was like, no, I don't live in Collin County. Like, I'm not paying out-of-county tuition. Like, that's expensive. Like, college, Collin County is actually, like, I don't know, I feel like it's above us. It, it honestly, <laughs> it's bougie. <laughs> like, even though it's community, it's, like, still, like, the they, AP version of college. They offer four-year degrees there now. 
You can get a four-year degree. If I knew that, I probably would have gone there because it would have been way cheaper than what I'm paying now, but it's fine. And so my first semester, that summer was okay because I was like, I'm taking summer classes. Like, these are all, like, kids who, like, go to Texas Tech, SFA. They're, like, in my league. And so my first semester at Richland, I took all my classes online so no one would see me there. <laughs> Which, looking back, that was stupid. I should not have done that. Like, I had fun at Richland. Like, chances are you don't see people from high school there. At least I saw a couple. But for the most part, like, Dallas County is so big. Like, you're going to meet so many new people and, like, people of all ages and all walks of life. So mentally, that first semester was rough. Um, I was not okay. Because, like, I got really depressed when everyone left for school. Like, everyone left and I was like, I'm still in my hometown, like, living on my mom. Like, living in my mom's house. I still live here, but it's fine. Um, living at my mom's house. Like, socially, it was kind of, like, it was shaming that you were yeah. still, that you weren't getting, you weren't doing the full college experience. Yes. I was like, yeah, y'all only went to Denton at UNT, but, like, I don't live in a dorm. I don't have roommates. I didn't have all these firsts. Oh, yeah, like, when you saw those firsts, like, oh, this is my dorm. Yes, and that hurts like, your heart. It hurts. It does. I was like, I'm hurt. Um... But I got over it. By second semester, I, like, went on campus, and it was actually way better going on campus than online, because, like, you see people, and you meet people, and you get to see your teachers and interact with them, and chances are your teachers are going to be, like, 26. Like, <laughs> your teachers are way, are a lot cooler than you think. They like, are. Like, what class did we meet in? Human sexuality. Taught by who? Dr. Jennifer Jones. Are you friends with her on Facebook now? Yeah, I think she follows me on Instagram. Like, what? <laughs> Her life is so interesting, too. I mean, she's a human sexuality professor. Because our I... first professor got arrested. He's in jail for stealing people's bank accounts. That's another podcast story within itself. <laughs> but back to college. She went to Cedar Valley, freaking a Dallas County school, and has a whole doctorate now. So I'm really not worried about where I'm going to end up. Honestly. Dr. Jones, if you're listening to this, we really miss you. Dr. Jones, I asked you for a letter of recommendation. You didn't email me back. Please email me back. <laughs> but I'm really glad I got to meet great professors like Dr. Jones. Because and Thomas Tullaby. Ooh, Tullaby, amazing. Honestly. If you're going to Richland, please take his class. <laughs> Tullaby and Jones were better than rate my professor because we get you the real facts. Anyway. College, when I first started, I think I had about three mental breakdowns (laughs) in the three days I went because I was so unprepared. Like, I did not realize. So I registered late because (laughs) I didn't realize. Like I said. No one told you to register. No one told me to register. No one told you you couldn't just show up. Yeah. When in high school, when people were already receiving their letters of acceptance from like UT or like UNT or Texas Tech, A&M, I was like, we're supposed to be applying? (laughs) I did not realize that you had to apply early, much less once you got to that point of registering. I didn't realize that you, if you register late, you get bottom of the barrel classes. Yep. At at, like the worst time. At the worst time. So I was going Monday, Wednesday, Friday for one class. Tuesday, Thursday, I was going for two classes with a four-hour break in between. That's rough. (laughs) Yeah, it was. So I cried a lot that first week. Yeah, um, I would too. Because 
it was so rough. Like I didn't, I, like I said, high school did not prepare me for this. And I remember driving to work one day and stopping for a school bus to let, to, and I saw the kids get off the school bus. They were like elementary kids. Yeah. And I cried. <laughs> I cried because I didn't, because I was like, you guys don't know what you're going to deal with soon. Like, yeah. It like, goes by fast. I know, like elementary school is nothing. It's a wall in the park. Like, oh my God, I was a mess. But I got through it. You do. That's all you got. I got my shit together. I realized register early and then you get <laughs> classes. And then my rest, of, I loved the rest of my community college experience because it was like, I would go Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I would go at 8 a.m. I would get off by like noon, maybe 11 yeah, sometimes. And then you could like go to work. Go to work. I would go home, take a nap, go to work. Like it worked for me. It was awesome. I loved it. But that first semester was rough emotionally that was the emotional toll financially I didn't realize how much things were going to cost because I was working a minimum wage job 725 an hour maybe 20 hours a week and I did not have enough money for textbooks or scantrons did you realize you had to buy scantrons at Texas women's we do not have to buy scantrons so transfer there but it's like you you don't realize everything has a price like at college and the vending machine for Scandrons only took cash. So if you didn't have cash, you were screwed. And you had to go, like, at the bookstore. And then, like... Sometimes the bookstore would randomly be closed. Yeah. And then you, you would have an 8 a.m. And the bookstore wouldn't open until, like, 8.30. And you'd be like, you well, dang. You'd off of someone. Yeah. And then you would just have to hope. Be like, I'll write this essay for you if you give me a Scandron. <laughs> Honestly, you had to make that... Like, you had to bargain for your life to pass this test. But that's what it was. Like, it was rough. There's no better term to explain it. Uh, what kind of advice would you give to people who are thinking about taking the same route you took? Go to community college. There's a stigma around it. I'm not going to say there's not. There is. Go. Because, like, I got to take the most random classes, and they were, like, so cheap, too. So, like, I didn't have to worry about deciding on a major. Like, I freaking went in as a nursing major, couldn't pass biology, changed it to psychology, took an intro to social work class and was like, I found my thing. Like I, all I want to do is talk about social work, but people don't really want to hear about like homeless people and like abused kids. So I don't get to talk about it that much, but it's fine. Um, but I love my major. I love what I get to do. I love where I transferred. Like I love my professors. I love everyone I met at Richland, like go Thunder Ducks. Not really. It's, it's, that's a really stupid mascot. Like, sometimes I cannot believe that. And, but this all happened. Like, you discovered your love for social work because... You find your thing because I got to take these random classes because there was no pressure on finishing in four years. There was no pressure on, like, what is your major? Like, you are wasting time. Like, that's what I liked. And, like, I, d- I, end- I did end up graduating in four years, but I always took, like, summer classes. And my summer class would be, like, art history. Like, nothing to do with my major. Like, just, like, stuff like, like, art appreciation. So I got to, like, take stuff like that, like, have nothing to do with my major. And I still graduated in four years. So go to community college. Um, it saves you a lot of money. I still have student loans, but not as much as I would have. And also, living in a dorm, looking back, sounds really terrible. Yeah, like, community college, there is, like, oh, you're going to community. <laughs> like, I had an art teacher who was, like, I don't want you guys going to community. And Literally, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, you got money? Like, I'm just like, I have no other options. I know my standards. Like, I I know I can do well at, like, 
a four-year school, but I cannot afford that. <laughs> it's like, I do not have the money, and no one is going to give me the money, not the government, not my parents. So it's like, I got to do this. So it's like, there's like a stigma, like you're settling for community college, but... And commun- you're not smart enough. Yes, that you're not smart. You didn't get accepted. Like, no. I did get accepted. I just don't got money. Yeah, it's like there's other things, other things that are involved. It's not just academically what you can and cannot do. But community for me, I said in high school I was going to do two years community, two years in university. That didn't happen. I graduated in three years of community college, and now I'm just going to university because I took a year off. It's fine. If that works, it's what works for you. Yeah, it's like uh, there's a stigma of when you say two years and then two years community, two years university, you have to do everything in four years. Like, people expect you to do that. And it's really at your own pace. Like, if I were to talk to someone who's going to community college this spring, like, it's not a big deal. You'll get through it. You're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like, don't listen to what other people think because guarantee you they're not the same place you are. You're probably doing better than them and by going to community college. Because some people don't go to community college. Some people are like, I don't want to go to school anymore. It's like, that's okay. Get a job. Join the military. Whatever you want to do. Go to trade school. You can make buku money with a trade. And you got no debt. Yeah, so it's like, there's not... Don't think of the stigma of going to community college as like a downer. Like, Don't be ashamed of going to community college because it actually really is helpful. Those two years go by really fast. Two or three years even go by really fast because you're finding yourself, you're finding what your niche is and what you want to do, and you can explore more of that. And you can realize on what you actually want to do. Like Maddie, she wanted to be a nurse, but then she went into social work. Because I couldn't pass biology. <laughs> like, see, and it's like you discover more about yourself and they had a cheaper price and what's really cool is at a lot of four-year schools people don't have time to work but like you have time to have a job like you have time to like like I had a lot of jobs at community college I had three but I found a job that I like and like is it my career no is it a good college job yes so like I have friends or like my parents don't let me work while I'm at school I'm like okay well I don't have that luxury so but like I don't know. And then I just, like, lived at home, so I just had, like, money to spend. Yeah, and there's not... Don't think about... Like, you're doing this for yourself, and so you're doing it what you know you can and cannot do. Like, I could have gone to a four-year school if I applied myself academically. (laughs) And knew when to apply. (laughs) And knew when to apply. But it's like, my family always had... Like, my sister, she went to community college, and then she didn't like that, so she went to a trade school. So it's like, there's options out there. Don't think about going to community college as like a bad thing. It's a good thing because you're discovering more about yourself. And I guarantee you that if you have your associates, it's easier to get into any university. Yeah. They, yeah. And like my high school grades were spotty at best. Uh, So I, when I applied to like a four-year school, I only had to give my community college transcripts, which my grades were good on. Like I had a higher GPA. Like, I never had a C or anything. My math grade was even okay. And also, this, you do not have to take any remedials classes. They cannot force you. Yeah, so it's like, I never took the SAT or the 
other college ACT, ACT yeah. or whatever. I never took any of those. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> I got on my ACT. I got a 17. The lowest score you can get is a 15. <laughs> I never took any of that. I never took that because guess what? You don't need those scores to get into community college. No, you just use your TSI. The TSI is low key kind of hard. Yeah, it actually really is. But some for somehow I passed the math. I Better didn't. than I passed the English. You didn't pass... Uh, I passed everything but the math. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I didn't pass the computer science one. <laughs> the math is called elementary math, and I'm like, what elementary school did you go to? Literally, y'all didn't grow up in Garland, I guess. <laughs> like, honestly. And so, yeah, so community college, it allows you to get into the university you want. And then if you're at a four-year, like, by the time your sophomore year ends, you're not sure if you actually have all the credits to have an associate's. Because it's yeah. also, like, you're taking all these classes and you don't know where the credit's going. Like, the credit's all going to your bachelor's, but you can have an associate's by then and you not even know it. And if you do not have an associate's degree yet, do not transfer. Like, you're going to have to go pay a lot of money to take basic classes at, like, North Texas or something. Like, it's okay to stay longer than two years. Like, honestly, if you don't have your associate's, I would not transfer because you're going to spend money to take history 1302. A way more expensive price. Yeah, with a class of, like, 500 kids in it. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I like I said, it took me three years. Did I mean to take my time? No, but it's like I knew my limits. I only took three classes a semester, and I took some classes, summer classes here and there. But it's like I'm fine. I'm at UNT Dallas now. Like, it worked like out. you're going to get a degree, and you're going to be okay. Yeah, like, it worked out. I'm okay. Maddie's okay. Like, even though high school kind of screwed us over. No one told me nothing. They did not care about me. We're okay, and we made it work. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Misadventures. I'd like to give thanks to my special guest today, Madeline, for joining me. Don't forget to follow her on Twitter at CornXDog, despite me being a vegetarian. And on her Instagram at uh, Maddie Block, and that's M-A-D-D-I-E-B-L-O-C-H-H. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at hey Myra, that's hey M-A-I-R-A, and tweet me about your high school and college experience and let me know what your thoughts were about this podcast and what your experience was like. <laughs>